Before we get started with the podcast, let's take care of some business, like taking care of your health. Literally taking care of. I'm going somewhere with this, Jenna. I know you are. We're talking about care of. <laughs> the care of products are form- formulated with good for you clean ingredients that are backed by science. Yeah, it's so easy too. You just have to take a five minute online quiz. They're going to ask you questions about your diet, your lifestyle and health concerns to help address your specific wellness goals. This holistic online quiz is like getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist and you don't have to leave your house and you know how much I hate leaving my house. And it's really easy to all you got to do is follow care of expert recommendations or adjust your pack at any time and what you receive is up to what you want for your body. Yeah and I didn't even realize this until we started doing care of that it takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients. Now is a great time to do this as we're changing seasons. The time recently changed that throws everyone's body clock off and going into the holidays your diet and lifestyle are going to change completely so this is the best time to do this. And I'm not going to get them confused with my wife's care of packages because my packages have my name on them. Oh, that's amazing. And a little message to get me along for my day, you know? I don't think it hurt you to take your wife's. I mean, it wouldn't hurt, but I don't know what she's trying to take. I know what I want to take. But it's true. They make it so easy and personalize it just for you. And for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com slash fittish50. That's F-I-T-I-S-H-5-0 and enter the code fittish50. And again, that's going to get you 50% off. That's five zero. I said 50% off your first care of order at takecareof.com slash fittish50 and use the code fittish50. Yay, Networks. And Kinsey's screaming at me, and I'm screaming at her. It burns, it burns. Hey, what's going on? I'm JC, and I'm fit. And I'm Jenna, and I guess that means I'm ish. Welcome to the (laughs) Fittest Podcast. Now, you've heard us on the radio before, but this is completely different. I know. You're going to get to see a much deeper, more intense and edgier side of both of us. Our ups, our downs, our hilarity, all that good stuff on the Fittest Podcast. And here we go. I am back. Welcome to another episode of the Fittish Podcast. I feel like I've been carrying a lot of weight on my back. I've been wearing, I've been carrying a lot of weight, period. COVID. <laughs> Bulking up. <laughs> Bulking up, man. I've been feeling it. Welcome to the Fittish office, JC. This is uh, my first time here, and I was molested by your dog the entire time. I have not left the couch because she sat on me. She looks exhausted. I'm exhausted. We're filming this one. If you're listening to this right now and you didn't realize that now we have video, I highly recommend watching it. We have decorated the Fittish office uh, for Christmas. We have a Christmas tree or do I have to say holiday tree? Um, In this day and age, I feel like I offend everyone no matter what the fuck I do. So uh, it's a Fittish holiday tree. It's it's a Christmas tree. Yeah. Let's be honest. Nobody's going to get offended by that. And if you are, we're really sorry. The Jews don't put up a tree. (laughs) No, but they do- use the menorah. I don't know. So many of my Jewish friends, they're so cool about their Judaism that they tend to celebrate everything still. You know what I found out recently hmm. in the last couple of years is that some Jewish families, because they want to put up lights for the holidays, they'll put up blue lights. Yeah. So you that's didn't how know I know that that was. No. Yes. I just thought those people liked really, they like blue blue lights. No, it's the Jewish color for the holiday. Yeah. Well, now blue. I know. Yeah. yeah. Now you know. Well, look at that. It only took you 37 years. Yeah, that's all good. How have you been, though? I've been good. Have you missed being on the podcast? Are you worried that Franny's going to take your spot? No. What what was his nickname? The The Sub-Mexican. No, no. Of course, I I don't think he's going to take my spot. But if he did, that'd be fine because he's an excellent co-host. I I was just taking some time for myself. Yeah. I've been going through some things. Are you feeling better? I'm feeling better. I am. Uh, I had a car accident. I know you probably touched on it a little bit. And it was a little jarring. Uh, My son was in the car with me and... There's some things that happen after you are in a car accident that I was not expecting to have to go through. Yeah. 
since this is my first one, actually. Really? Yeah, it's my first time of me actually being in the driver's seat and being wow. in an accident. So. Yeah. It's so unsettling. Like, because your adrenaline kicks in usually after yeah. a car wreck and you're like, are you okay? Is everyone okay? You're fine. And then other shits can go down the next day and the next day, either where you're feeling hurt or sore or, yeah. you know, someone claims something happened that didn't happen. Exactly. So there's the going through insurance and going through the other, other person's insurance and waiting for police reports and talking to, there's, I don't know how this happens, Jenna, but lawyers, these like ambulance chasing lawyers yeah. get the phone numbers of people in accidents. I don't know how, who. Because who police to. reports are public domain and nine, like 911 calls are. And yeah, that's how they, that's what they do. Yeah. They have this, sometimes they will literally sit in their car and have a tracker. You can listen to, you know, all 911 calls and they will, that's why they're called ambulance chasers. So they will find out when 911 is called for an emergency situation like that, for a wreck or a fire, and they will go to the scene. So yeah. So and track you down. That's what's been happening. Um, thank God my son was okay. Nothing is wrong with my son. Um, he tries to be drama sometimes and be like, oh, my neck kind of hurts, but nah, bro, you good. I seen you. <laughs> You're like, shut up, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, dude, I learned something what? with the whole insurance process. So my car wasn't totaled and it's getting fixed right now. Number one, I found out that people don't listen to the car rental uh, agents. They smoke in the cars. My car, my rental smell, smells like cigarettes. Number one, that's what I learned. Number two, did you know you can get an extra an extra check for your car's damage? So let's say I want to go sell my car, right? Uh, in a couple years after I get it fixed up and somebody looks up on the CarMax that it was in an accident. So they're obviously going to try to knock down some price for that. Be like, yo, this thing was in a car accident. Uh, it was gently used, was right? Gen gently, yeah, gently, abu used. gently abused. So, so <laughs> it takes, it takes some of the, it takes some of the value off of your car when you're in an accident. Yeah. So you can have somebody come out and basically take a look at the damage done to your car and tell you how much damage it's worth. So then you get an extra check for maybe a couple thousand dollars, maybe up to $5,000, depending on how bad they deem the damage to be for the resale value. Wow. And a lot of people I learned don't do this. Yeah. They just go ahead and go through insurance because obviously insurance doesn't want to pay through that. So uh, luckily I found that out through my mother-in-law. She told me that she did that and she got a check back. So I did it myself and I got a guy going out there to look at it. So maybe I can get a little check so I could buy another skateboard. Another skateboard. I already bought it, but yeah. You know, future planning. Now, Kinsey doesn't have an issue with you skateboarding. Like I have an issue with Francisco and his motorcycle addiction. She's no, not she worried is. about, do you wear a helmet? Um, I'll, no. Gosh, you're a bad example. I don't, I should wear a helmet. I really you should. should. But I trust myself so much while I'm skating. I don't, I don't go on verb pipes or anything. I remember it just stands out in memory. A guy friend of mine, I was in sixth grade and he was in a church parking lot riding a skateboard, but he had his helmet on. And I'm sure everyone used to give him shit for being like, cause it's so nerdy. I mean, helmets are so dorky, but you got to make him cool because he went through someone's windshield in a church parking lot. And the only reason he wasn't dead is because he had on a helmet. That is and so badass. And you would badass. think of all places to be struck by a fast moving vehicle would not be a church parking lot. Yeah. You would think Jesus would take the wheel at that point. Yeah. No. Yeah. Some speed demon in the church parking lot. And he went through Tyler was his name. He went through the windshield and he had a helmet and he survived. Now I say I don't, I don't wear a helmet, but I, if I'm going to go do something crazy, like if I'm going on a trail, cause I do have an electric skateboard that goes on trails, I'll wear, I'll wear a helmet then. Yeah. So, or if I'm going down and bombing a hill where I'm probably going to be going more than 25 miles an hour, I will wear then. But other than that, if I'm just cruising my neighborhood, I figure I could just break my wrist instead and Gosh. just kind of take all the damage on there. So Francisco, this last weekend, he, 
I was a little annoyed with him because he. Okay, cool. Because cool, the then I'll tell you why I'm annoyed with Kinsey. In okay. A <laughs> We're just going to bitch about our significant others. No. So him and I have been doing therapy, right? Yeah. So not only is he going to miss this coming Friday's therapy appointment because he is going to Mexico. Um, so I think I'm going to go to the therapist alone so I can bitch about him. Right. That's what it turns into, basically. I don't know. I haven't been alone, okay. but she said we're allowed to go alone. So I'm thinking about going alone. Um, no, just to talk, just to talk about stuff that we've been talking about because we've taken the last couple of weeks off. But we went, and the therapist said something to both of us that that I at least it's really resonated with me, and I have been kind of trying to live it and grow from it. And I don't think that he has, so mm -hmm. I'm annoyed by it because she told us that we that she can see by the way we look at each other and talk to each other that we very much love each other, but that we are both still being stubborn, wanting to live like single people that have found their partner for life. Because Whoa. we got in this thing that like I answered the front door in a white t-shirt when these movers were coming over and it wasn't intentional. It was just like, white I was t-shirt, no bra. Yeah. I was in the middle of getting ready and he was fucking pissed at me. And I was like, I buy my own clothes. You know, it turned into this whole thing. Like I buy my own, my own stuff. Like I get to wear whatever I want. And the therapist was like, Jenna, can you maybe understand why your significant other is upset that another grown man might've seen your boobs through your shirt? And I was like, I'm trying to understand, you know, I was all mad, but then it made sense to me that, that it's not a control thing. It's more, your partner's uncomfortable with something. You don't have to understand it, but you have to just say, okay. And you know, you have to make changes in your life if your partner's uncomfortable right. with something. And I used to think of that as like losing my independence, losing my identity, letting a man control me. And she's like, no, you have to stop acting like you're single. And, but the same goes for him, right? That we tend to live in this world, this selfish world. Like we both do our own thing because our money's separate. We can take care of ourselves, right? So we kind of have that mentality. She's like, you have to start living like you have a life partner. And so I've really been trying to do that. I've been wearing a bra. Good job. I don't have on one right now, but I have been wearing a bra and okay. underwear and, you know, really considering my <laughs> undergarment selection and asking him his opinion on what I'm wearing. Yeah. And you know, that's a big step for me. It's a huge step. And Jenna hates underwear and bras. Yeah. I don't have either on right now, but in general, I'd like to say that it's because this shirt kind of has a built-in bra. There, is there an equivalent to what us guys could do. Like if I answered the door in my boxers that have the little uh, front area that opens up, like if I answered it like that. And, I don't care. And the boys. But see, that's what's weird that is just because I don't care about something doesn't mean it's not okay that my partner doesn't care, right? Or that my partner cares. You know, the difference too is those guys that you answered the door for are probably not going to call the police or file a sexual harassment against you. But if I open the door like that for a girl, I guarantee you I'd get in trouble. At your own home. And that's sexist. I think so. I mean, don't you have a like a license to not conceal at your own home? I don't know, but I don't know how people are going to respond to it. I know that the guys, if they see you like that, are definitely not going to complain. But if the lady coming over to talk about yeah. the Bible comes over, she's going to get really mad at me. I don't answer the door for those people. I do. No, I don't have time for that. You know, I just got to act really weird for them. Yeah. Well, do you mind if I come inside and talk to you about uh, our Savior, Jesus Christ? That <laughs> is the time to answer the door in a robe, though, and be like, come inside. Yes, but we're a nudist household. Yes. Yeah, you just got to tell them something that freaks them out. See, this is all getting me off track from what I was bitching about. Oh, and yeah, so, go ahead and bitch again. And so, so he knows that I don't like 
this is something, just tell me how you would react. Okay. So on Friday night, he wanted to go to a birthday party. And these are friends he hadn't seen in a long time. Friends that I've actually never met in the two years that we've dated. But I've gotten kind of increasingly uncomfortable being in public situations. And I was seeing, you know, I have a family member that's going through some stuff right now, yeah. getting surgery and isn't doing okay. And I was about to see them. And, I, you know, I just didn't want to be around people. And I want him to understand that. I think COVID's kind of brought a, a really weird time, I'm sure, for friends. We talked about this back in March and we haven't really touched on it again. But I think that we've all been going through these waves of, you know, he may be more comfortable in public scenarios than I am, but mm -hmm. then I don't want to get my mom sick and I don't want to get a, another family member sick, that sort of thing. So anyway, I decided to stay home. He's like, I'll be gone for an hour. He was gone for three. I was pissed. That's He'd be so mad if I was out and didn't text and didn't let him know that I was going to be three hours. You got to understand us guys have a times three rule. You know what I'm saying? When we say we'll be there for an hour, it means three. And when, when you say, say you've had five sexual partners, you've had 15. That one, I think uh -huh. the guy number is divided by three in mm -mm, that scenario. Mm -mm. Caught. They, get, they lie. Don't ever try to get your analogies <laughs> by me. I'm going to call you on it. If we say we're going to be home by midnight. Probably going to be home by three. But then he left at 6 a.m. the next morning. He took a flight to St. Louis to buy a motorcycle and drive it home in one day. What? Yes. Yeah, I mean... And so that's it's dangerous not, it's not too, as much that I was motorcycles are scary. Like it was more like it was just back to back things that I'm thinking if I did that he'd be so yeah. upset with me. So I was I was kind of trying to tell him I was like I'll pay the shipping of the motorcycle. No, I want to do it. I was like I want to be supportive. I I don't know, and I'd love women to reach out to me that have a passion for bikes or that their husband does because I never want to be that woman that tells their husband or partner that you can no longer do this because right. a that's not cool and you don't want your partner to resent you over something. But there is an element of me that feels that is so unsafe. I mean, he got hit off his motorcycle when he pulled out of the driveway since we've been dating and came in the house all bloodied after he tells me that it's really safe. And I'm like, cause you're going to drive nine and a half hours from St. Louis to Texas in one day on that motorcycle. And I didn't tell him to not do it. I was just so worried the whole time. And I think he doesn't understand how uneasy it makes me feel. Yeah. That's one of those things that you got, he's going to have to give up at some point. Yeah. yeah at like some with family. Point. That's what Especially he said. If you guys he's have like, kids. If, you have, if we have kids, I won't do this again. Like, you I, know, I went skydiving. Rocky Mountain climbing. No, I'm just kidding. I went skydiving uh, and I really enjoyed it. And I wanted to keep doing that because it was such a dr rush of you adrenaline. You didn't have kids when you did it, right? No, I didn't have kids. I remember that. And then uh, when it was right before we had kids. And then uh, we got pregnant and had Kaysen and I brought it up to her again. And I said, I want to go skydiving again. And she said, no, we have kids now. And there's a moment you got to take as a dude, you got to sit back and go, is that rush of adrenaline worth me risking my life for something that people I mean, the odds are I'm going to be fine skydiving, but there's that slight chance that I might not survive it and it's not worth it to me. So there's, those are the, mo the things you got to take into consideration as a man once you have a family. And here I am with my titties out in a white t-shirt and he's upset about it, but he's on a motorcycle driving nine and a half hours and that makes me upset. My titties aren't hurting anyone. No, they're not. They're not putting anyone's life in danger. They're not. He did have a funny story, though, when he was making this nine and a half, half hour drive. So he said the the difference between there were he was kind of rating the people between Missouri and Oklahoma. And I was like, you better be careful because I like I like Oklahoma. But I like Missouri, too. Yeah. He said the people in Missouri were so nice that he actually stopped and he was trying to buy some um, earplugs. He says he goes back and forth between either wearing earbuds or or earplugs, right? And uh, and that he uh, he was asking in a gas station and some woman just pulled her earplugs out 
And they had been used and offered them to him. And they were dirty. But like, what a sweet, sweet gesture. And he was like, no, I'm okay. You should keep those. Because like, how do you politely decline a used earplug? And uh, But then he said two other people came up to him and gave him brand new, unwrapped, I don't know. He was at some truck stop or gas station because I don't know how many people just happen to have unwrapped earplugs, like a truck driver. I guess they wear them. Uh, So, so funny. Yeah. So by the time he got to Oklahoma, he said it was so funny because he was looking for a charger because he needed to charge his phone so he could go back to using his earbuds. Yes. And uh, anyway, and so he could listen to music or whatever he was doing. But it was so funny because he said he pulled over and he was trying to buy these chargers and from a tire shop. And after like, 10 packs that hadn't been charged or these chargers that weren't charged. <laughs> they, yeah, they were never. like, they were, and he asked for a place to eat food. And the guy was like, there's a, the, the best restaurant in town's right down there past the super Walmart. And he's like, there's a super Walmart that no one told me about. And all I need is to get in to buy a charger so I can charge my phone. So then I can get back to listening to my, my music. Oh, and hopefully he was wearing his Raycons because listen, you mean my Raycons that he stole they from are, me? And, and, and it's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays. And maybe, Jenna, if he's using your Raycons way too much, you might as well get on there and get him some. Because today you can save big on a gift they're going to use every day. And those are the Raycon wireless earbuds we have been talking about for a long time. Yeah, we love these. This is such a great gift idea, by the way. Because these are more affordable than any of the other premium wireless earbuds yeah. that are currently on the market. You know, I've started... Uh, a lot of my Christmas shopping already. Have you really? I have about like a dozen gifts under my Christmas tree at home. Isn't I, that amazing? I think I'm just going to get everybody Raycons because everybody keeps asking me about them. You it's can so work from good. home. You can listen to music. You could do it while you're working out. You're going on your walks. They're perfect. I don't think I go a day in my life, whether it's from exercise or the Zoom calls that we're on without wearing these Raycon wireless earbuds. And if you go to buyraycon.com slash fittish today, you can get 20% off your Raycon order, but you got to hurry because this is available only for a very limited time. Yeah, that's buyraycon.com slash fittish. It'll unlock 20% off your Raycons, buyraycon.com slash fittish. Um, speaking of, uh, 2020 being a shitty year, Jenna, Hmm. not only did I get in a car accident, but did I tell you my house almost caught on fire? No. Yeah. Compliments of the wife. So she went to this candle making class or I don't know what the hell it was, but she came back and I remember when she came back with this Jenna, because she came back and it was this wooden like wooden long plate looking thing. And it had three little candles on it. Those little tiny quarter size candles, maybe a little bit bigger than a quarter. Mm -hmm. And she put that right above our fireplace. And I looked at it and I said, that seems counterproductive to put fire on top of wood. I mean, I was just not because wood and fire shouldn't go together. Oh, so the candles didn't have any metal around them. They do have metal around them, but I still feel weird about putting flames on top of wood. It's just... You know, I understand. It's not, it's like candles in general are dangerous. When we light candles here at the office, I almost always go back and check and make sure it's out. I get so paranoid. So she promised me, oh no, the the wood's treated. Everything's fine. (laughs) So this was, I think two days after my car accident and I'm laying down on the couch and I fell asleep. I drifted off into sleep and Kinsey had left. So I'm home alone with my daughter, Chloe Mm -hmm. and the dogs. And all of a sudden I'm, I remember dreaming and smelling smoke in my dream. I remember, you know, I'm like, it smells like smoke. I'm dreaming. I'm, I'm, I remember that vividly. And then I remember hearing screams <laughs> and it was Kinsey. Apparently she had come home and she's screaming fire, fire. Oh my God, fire. I wake up and 
the candle, the little wooden thing that the candles are on is fully engulfed in flames, like a big ass flame. Mm. And I have a wooden mirror above my fireplace. The mirror is now catching on fire, the bottom part of the mirror. <sighs> and so the only thing I do at, when I get up, I, first of all, I go blank. I should have gone to my kitchen, got my fire extinguisher. That's what a genius would have done. Yeah. But not me. I want to hurt myself. So I grabbed, I grabbed the piece of wood in flames. Grabbed it. And now I'm screaming. Is this where I'm supposed to tell you you're so strong and oh, tough? So, no, this is where you tell me you're such an idiot. Okay. Who grabs something on fire? That's stupid. Why don't you make a s'more? And as I'm, as I'm doing this, I'm thinking to myself, damn, I'm stupid as hell. I just grabbed a fully engulfed piece of wood. And I'm kind of doing this like dance in the middle in front of my fireplace. And it's kitchen. the Mexican in you, isn't it? Isn't that the whole joke that Mexicans can touch really hot plates? Uh, it turns out we can't. <laughs> like, that's uh, that we can't do that. Okay. Uh, so I'm like dancing in front of the fireplace with this piece of fire and Kenzie's screaming at me and I'm screaming at her. It burns, it burns. And I just automatically look in the kitchen. I run to the kitchen with this flame. It's, it caught my piece of my sleeve on fire a little mm -hmm. bit because I was wearing a long sleeve shirt and I threw it into the sink and I turned on the water. Wax exploded everywhere. Oh. And I looked back and Kenzie's trying to put out the little fire on the, on the mirror. <laughs> and I look at her and I look down and I'm like, Am I, you know, when you get the little blisters, I'm good now, yeah, but yeah. I got blisters on my thumb and my, and my index finger. And I looked at her, I'm like, what, how long was that fire going? And she goes, I don't know. But when I walked in, I smelled fire and I walked in and, and there was a full on flame. What were you doing? Like, what was I doing? What was I doing? I was sleeping. I was not burning candles. Like, who, who leaves a candle open when they sleep? Yeah. You can't leave a candle running ever. Oh my goodness. So she had another candle. That's not the end of that story. Two days later, she has another one of those candles and this one was in a glass. And you know that little, we have this little centerpiece uh, that's made out of, it's like a wicker basket or whatever. That thing caught on fire because it got so hot with that candle, that same company candle, that it almost, it started burning the little wicker basket. So I take it this is not an endorsement for said candle making company. Absolutely not. And Kizzy <laughs> called the lady and told her, hey, your candles almost hot, caught my house on fire twice. And the lady is denying Denying, yeah. She's like, oh, we've made thousands of candles. This never happened. Is this, this one the of those time. like classes that girls go to and make yeah. candles? Yeah, so I was like, maybe Kenzie didn't follow the directions because she is known to not follow instructions very well. She does cut corners, uh, as we have evidenced with uh, with planning trips and all that stuff. I don't know if I'm like missing a chromosome, but some those kind of parties just sound like my personal hell. I don't know. It kind of, it kind of was cool. It smelled nice. It smelled. It was pumpkin smell. That's why I've she always wanted to, to organize like a nude, like a nude drawing class for friends because I thought it'd be really funny to like have a bunch of wine and go and try. I'm a terrible. Oh, and artist. have a dude show up. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A guy or a girl, and we all have to like sketch and paint them. I thought that would be really fun and funny. You think Franny would get jealous if a dude with a huge dong showed up and you had to paint him? <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be jealous if it was a woman. Like, I don't know. I feel like I would I would be cool with it as long as a guy, like if Kenzie went to a painting class, as long as a guy had a really small wiener. Because I don't want anybody out shining. As a guy, I don't know I'm if sure that's... sure it's small because I'm sure it's soft. Like, I don't think the guy sits there with a heart on the whole time. No, but there's some guys that are showers. Yeah, and they're, showers, you know what I'm saying? And, they're, and, they're, and then if he's out there showing and all the girls are wondering, oh, I wonder what this guy's like. You know what I've been looking at? I really have, though, been looking at some classes like this that would be fun. And that Skillshare app that we talk about is so cool, yes. this platform. Um, I'm looking right now because we've been, I get really in, into holiday decorating, but I don't feel as crafty as I want to be. Well, a, because I don't have the time or, you know, you just watch some of these right. ingenious videos of people that just are brilliant with gift wrapping or decorating. And Skillshare right now actually has all sorts of holiday themed uh, classes that you can take. I mean, 
mean, and these classes range anywhere from, you know, 10 minutes to an hour long. And, but if you want, you know, fun, fun stuff to do with the kids, like painting, hand painting ornaments, or you just want to learn how to better gift wrap your, your presents. They have, um, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of themed classes. They have marketing, they have painting, they have uh, sculpturing. Uh, it's basically Skillshare is an online learning community yeah. and it has thousands. I'm talking about thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. So even if you're just curious, you could start the class and be like, ah, you know what? I'm not feeling this. Move on to a next one. Yep. And, uh, and then, and then you're going to start learning things. I, I told you, I've already bought painting stuff. Like I'm, 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 I'm all about painting after doing my Skillshare class. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's not just holiday. Like I'm talking about right now. I'm just interested yeah. in that, but it could be photography. It could be, mm -hmm. well, what if you don't know what you want to do? Well, they have classes on how to better explore your own creativity. It's really great. Explore your own creativity at Skillshare.com slash finish two. That's F I T I S H and the number two. And the first thousand people to use our link will get a free free trial of Skillshare premium membership. And again, you're going to get access for free to thousands of classes for a limited time when you're one of the first thousand to sign up at Skillshare.com slash Fittish2. That's F-I-T-I-S-H and the number two. Yeah, it's super cheap too, like $10, $10 a month with uh, with an annual subscription. Uh, speaking of learning new skills, mm -hmm. I, I was telling you, Jenna, that I feel like I'm a master in the stock game now. Yeah, you said that this when you came into the office today. He comes in and he's bragging about how he bet against Tesla. I didn't bet against Tesla. I missed out on Tesla. Oh, I see. So I had a, a, a kid, our, our old boss, he told me to invest a ton of money in Tesla stock back in the day when it was like, I think it was $19 a share. And now Tesla, if you see it split and it's like 400 and something dollars per share. And Ugh. it's it's <laughs> it's very valuable stock to hold right now. So... I decided to uh, invest or put buy stocks in uh, in in their competitor, their direct competitor, which is this this company called Neo. And when I looked at this stock, and this, this is my most proudest moment when it comes to finances, their stock was six dollars, and this was like I believe in June, July, June, July, six dollars, and I bought it. And uh, the other day, it got up to forty two dollars. Wow! And that's a that's a pretty good come up. So I've been walking around telling everybody I'm a, I'm a freaking genius, which is not a good thing to do. No. Because I, I don't know shit about stocks. How much stock did you buy? I don't like to, to give my finances out, but I bought a good hefty amount. Three? Three shares, sure. Yeah. About three shares. About $18 worth three of stock. Three figure shares? Four um, figure shares? I, I, I invested in it. I don't want to talk about how much I put in there because I, I, I didn't want to tell Kinsey because I think she would... She thinks... She thinks uh, buying stocks is, is gambling, which it is in a way. It's, you are gambling. <laughs> which it is. <laughs> it, I mean, it is, right? It is. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's a, you could refer to it more as like a calculated risk, right? Like a risk that you feel that there's good odds that it's going to pay off. Or right. if you're watching it, I mean, I think that's the danger. Like, I don't know if I'd be good at monitoring my phone all the time or knowing when to sell it. Because as soon as it went up to what you said, you actually got your money back and left some in. So, yeah. So, I made a took your pretty money out. decent profit, obviously. And so, what I did. Uh, is I just took back and sold the stocks, the shares that uh, that would give me my money back or yeah. at least close to. And then now I'm just playing with the house money. Now I know you're there's a lot of, with it. I now know there's a lot of people out there that do this for a living and you're probably listening going like, oh, this motherfucker's doing it all wrong. Yeah. And that's fine because I probably am. But I hit once. Not to mention, I, I have lost money in the past though, so it's not like I'm batting 100. Yeah, you don't want to tell Kinsey either because then she'll be like, I'm going to spend it all on Christmas. Right, right. And uh, no, or herself. 
Mm-hmm. By the way, this is the thing that Kenzie and I got in an argument about. What? It wasn't the fire. It's not the fire. It's It has to do with COVID. Yeah. Because you know how we're ramping up again. Yeah. And like you, Jenna, I'm probably the more careful one in my relationship. And Kenzie's more of the, we'll be careful, but let's still go live our lives. Do you think it has to do with the fact that you and I are so similar that we're both more homebodies, so we don't mind the excuse to stay home? Exactly. <laughs> COVID was the best thing to happen to people that like to stay home, and that's yeah. me. Yeah. And it's so, almost made me more comfortable staying home and having more anxiety about being out. And and honestly, I I hate traveling. Yeah. I really do. I mean, I'm cool once I go somewhere and everything, but I just airports bug me. Especially over the holiday season too. Yeah. Airports bug me. I hate how people load onto planes. I don't know how to freaking line up. They're like a cattle. We talked about this before. I just I hate how people load into planes. They don't they don't have manners. Anyways, so um, she planned a trip to San Diego for Thanksgiving and she always catches me when I'm on a good one. When I'm like drunk or something. Yeah. She waits till like Friday night right before we watch Dateline and I'm drunk and, and a little litty. And she goes, hey, can we go to San Diego for for Thanksgiving? I'm like, hell yeah. I love it's Friday night Dateline drunk. Yeah. Is that not what you do? <laughs> oh, no. That's what I do. Kind of, I guess, but mine's not Dateline. If I'm not drunk by 9 p.m., I'm doing it wrong. Because uh-huh. that's I want to be drunk by 9. I want to sleep by 10.30. Sleep yeah. by... Girl, 11? Yeah. Okay, give me some credit. Wild. I'm so wild. And so she caught me when I was a little lit. And I said, sure. Well, that was a, a couple months ago. And now California starting to shut down again yeah. because of COVID. Right. I, I've noticed that airline tickets are not being sold at a rapid pace as they should be during uh, travel season, which means people are scared to travel. And so now, I, and, I, and I told her this. I was like, listen, why don't we... Why don't we stay home for Thanksgiving? And she really wants to go to California. So it started this couple's fight of, well, then I'll just go out there with the kids. And I was like, well, then I'll spend Thanksgiving by myself. And that's not the point. I was just trying to stay home. I don't know how to maneuver this whole COVID situation when I'm trying to be careful and also don't want to travel because I couldn't care less to go to San Diego during the holidays. I'm going to ask my therapist since I'm going to go alone this week and yeah, report back next week about just some, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to spend my hard earned money to benefit all of y'all. And I'm going to ask when couples fight about something like this, because that, that has to be something that a lot of people yeah. go through when one person feels that way and the other person doesn't, or it feels less worried about it. And honestly, I feel like I'm in an ep- like one of those final destination movies right now. Yeah. I avoided that car crash death. I avoided the fire death twice. Like the plane is, I can't avoid that one. I have decided I am, I am here for the rest of the year. Unless something calls me somewhere that's work related and it's unavoidable. I am going to be homebound until, uh, the clock strikes 2021. I mean, I'd be cool to just stay at home for the rest of my life. <laughs> is that bad i used to i yeah. used to love going out i just yeah because your kids are going to want to travel and i think some of the best memories i have as a kid are the few vacations we would take yeah and Kason's gonna end up traveling for football i'm sure no yes no i'm, I'm trying my hardest not to put him on one of those teams don't be one of those hermits no I, I mean he plays football i got him on his team we made it to the super bowl again by the way super bowl super bowl you're allowed to call it that I think I that's know. a trademarked if word. The, if the NFL comes at me for playing in a youth sports league that calls it the Super Bowl, I mean, I'm sorry, guys. But it's the, 
the super mini bowl. How about that? Super mini bowl. You could do that. This is why I bring this up. So we're launching a set of minis of our finished products. Um, by the time you're hearing this, they will be out and, uh, we're really excited about them. Right. But we come up with sports terms for a lot of our products and we wanted to call it the little league, but you can, we cannot call it the little league. Little league is absolutely taken. And I know that super bowl is too, because remember on giveaways, we can yeah, never we say super bowl because super bowl is trademarked. And so we can't, so we're calling it mini, the mini league. Oh, cause you're monetizing. See, if you're, I think the rule is when it comes to, to trademarks and all that copyrights is if you're going to monetize on it, yeah. that's when you can't use it. I'm not making any money off the Super Bowl. I lost a lot of money. I had to buy my kid a helmet and a shoulder <laughs> pads, Gatorades, yeah. uh, x-rays, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So I lost money on that. And we were talking about this the other day. And I don't know if you're going to be this kind of mom. There are parents out there that act like they're cheering for their kid's team, but they want them to lose. Because they bet against them. No, because oh. they're not betting on them, Jim. No, no, no. Oh. You just want the season to end. I see, I <laughs> see. That's on their kids' names. What are you in the parking lot? Hey, Thomas, I bet you they 12 money bucks my them. kid loses today. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. I would never <laughs> no, they, do something they, like that. They're, they're so just, they want the practices to end. They want the season to end. They want their weekends back to where they're wishing their kids lose. Yeah, but it's a lot of work. I don't know. I mean, my I got to get there before, you know. At some point, because I, I feel that I am only having children, so they play a sport. Soccer? Yeah. Chloe's really good, by the way. I told you that, right? I mean, I didn't brace anything, theater or anything like that. Yeah, you told me Chloe's good. Yeah. Oh, and I, I My little sister, Lucy, plays soccer, and she likes she likes volleyball more, though, which is fine. It's been a weird time for them because they haven't had sports. They need to give. It's interesting that Kaysen does. I mean, Dylan's on the varsity basketball team, and I don't even think they've been, they haven't been practicing. Yeah, we, we had a full season. No sports season. We we uh, had a couple close COVID calls where a couple parents got it, but none of our kids did. That's good. Which is crazy. Are they in school? Um, yeah, my kids are back in school. They're going in person, um, which was scary at first because, you know, they're going to go out there. And I mean, they brought me the flu back a couple years ago and I got sick really bad. But yeah, they've been so far. They, they let you know every day you get a report from the school like. Somebody in our uh, school got a got got in close contact with someone with COVID or someone directly associated with the school. So they give you reports every single day. To, yeah. That way, if you want to switch it up and go back to at home learning, I think you could do that. But we've been fine. Everything's been good. That's so good. We've been practicing and everything. Some of the kids got a little snotty nose here lately. But you look at them sideways a little bit. Oh, like, like actual snot. Yeah, like full on snot, like the full on boogers coming out the nose. So gross. Kids are gross. And the, and the smells kids have, all kids have different smells. I remember I, um, I, I would try to be a soccer coach for 11 year old boys team one year. And I just, I couldn't wrap my head around why they were all so uncomfortable because here I am being like super soccer, rough tomboy, like teaching them how to defend and get close. And they would all giggle. They were so uncomfortable. And I was like, is 11 the age that boys start to get weird about that sort of thing with a girl? Were you wearing a bra? Yes, I was wearing oh, okay. a bra, but I was like up on them, showing them how to well, play rough you defense. Like so I was like, is, is she out there in a white jersey and sweating? And then these boys are... Giggling. I cannot run around with no bra on. I thought that was this was before boobies. No, this was like a few years ago. Oh, I, don't <laughs> I was like thirty. <laughs> My bad. No, not when I was young. When I was trying to coach these boys. I think I started noticing girls around that time. I think that's when it got a little awkward. Yeah. Miss Ellis was my first crush. She was Miss Ellis. I think she was like twenty three. So we we're close. 
have you looked up any I remember my first crush he was this guy named Garrett and it was in kindergarten and he wore mesh shirts and he had a rat tail and I can't find him there I've tried looking him up online and I can't find him. I've gone back to try and look up my first crushes that I had when I was like, like kindergarten, the one first felt grade. Like the hardest crush on? Well, I don't know. I was in kindergarten, so I don't rem- remember having real deep feelings, but I remember, you know, that he was like this, this like trailer park kid that I just thought was so sexy. I've looked up every crush I've ever had. <laughs> and I don't think this is a bad thing. I th- I'm just curious. I want to see how they turned out to be as adults. Yeah. And I want to see who they married. Not that I want to interact with them. I just no, no, want to no, no, see. No. You just want to see where their life ended up. Yeah, it's fascinating. I have found most of them, except my third grade crush, which was this Polish girl named Martha. I forgot her last name because it was like a W. A yeah. Couple other letters. Was it Chinsky? Like a vowel. Yeah. <laughs> and then some other letters. So I couldn't find her. Um, so I don't know what she turned out, but I, I found my fourth, my fifth, my sixth grade. Can't find my seventh grade crush. Rebecca Trujillo. I have no idea where she went. You're such a hooker. Uh, you had a different girlfriend in every grade? Yeah. Jesus. My eighth grade girlfriend slash into ninth grade, she works, she lives in a in a compound, like a commune place. Like, like a, a cult. I don't know if it's a cult, I wanna, but it's, there's a lot of people and she talks, they have partners, but they're not married, but there's... Multiple, multiple people, and, uh, and then they raise, they raise all the kids together. Yes, that would this would be a cult, which is very interesting. Um, yeah, that's the only one where I'm like, okay, does she have really long hair. She does. Yeah, she 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 this has is a, a polygamy cult. In, interesting lifestyle, and they have horses and pigs. And she hit me up once to talk about something on the radio, on Instagram, and she hit me up a few a few weeks later, and she goes, "Hey, I'm sorry I asked you to do that. Turns out those people that I was talking to were in a cult." So she called that thing a cult, but like what she's in is it's just a, con- a community, she calls it. A community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all fun and community until they ask you to drink the punch. Yeah. And then the other girls uh, that I dated, I, I found them, they're doing great. They're married, regular life. Does lives. Kenzie know you did this? No. <laughs> I don't get, come in contact with any of them. I just, yeah. I just like seeing. That reminded me. I'm going to go look some up today. Yeah. I want to see where they're at. I looked at Kenzie's boyfriend up that she dated before me in high school. Yeah. Found him. And? Yeah. yeah. Like he hasn't posted since 2016 or something. So he might be in jail. I'm I'm such a stalker right now. Dead dead or jail? No, I don't think he's in jail. I think it's just people lose uh, lose the the want to post on social media. I can't decide if I'm jealous of that. You know, like I would love to just not be on the social media anymore, though it's pivotal to like the success of my business right now. But I always can't help but think like when I was single and dating and you would try and scope people out online, if the guy wasn't online, there was something equally mysterious and creepy about it. Yeah, that he had a family or that he wasn't who he said he was or he had spent time incarcerated. I tell this to my sister-in-law because she's, you know, she's a single girl and she's close to my age and she always says that when she meets a guy and he's not on social media, I tell her he's married. Yeah. If he has no trace on the internet, he made up a different name and he's married. And that's my opinion. Did y'all talk about the, the pastor for the Hillsong church yes, on the Carl? radio? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that shit's always been sketchy, sketchy, sketchy to me anyway. That whole like Hollywood church, those. Uh, Cause they're like super famous for being pastors for yeah. these mega churches. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden it comes out that my dude was uh, creeping on the side. It's, and what's he thinking? Cause I feel like those people definitely listen to God at all times. Yeah. And so like dude, right before you're about to get them pants off, I'm bet, I bet you God's saying, Hey Carl, don't do this, Carl. Justin Bieber wants to talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. And get, uh, get you, uh, get, get on the right path. And you're over here 
dropping your pants for Sally from the from the from the choir. I don't know if that's the girl he. It cheated, was always but. the minister wearing Yeezy that was weird to me. Anyway, see, I like their style. Yeah, but they spend so much money on their clothes, and I thought that when you were that, you know, a man of the Lord, you were supposed to like forego all luxury items. See, I don't, I don't fault them at that because a lot of the time the church has become uncool to some of the younger generation, right? So the best way to go about it is to get in with them. What's uncool are the pedophile glasses. That is uncool. You hate on the pedophile glasses, but some guys can pull them off. Most of them are murderers. <laughs> Ted Bundy. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Who can pull those glasses off? Murderers. <laughs> but they look cool, like the cool looking murderers. <laughs> I love that. It's like <laughs> murderer or young church leader. Yeah, we, we could probably play a fun game with that and you'd find out. There was a guy, what was the other guy that we had on the show, Jenna, that, that the Kardashians were super cool with? Yeah, well, he's also from, he's from like the rival young hipster church. Right. He was a nice guy. Uh, rich, rich, Harrington, Harrington. rich something. Her, something. He was really cool and really cool style. So I wouldn't mind shopping his closet a little bit. He has not done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Yet, that I know. Totally clean. He, yeah, he wrote a book. Yeah. He'd been with his wife since uh, high school. It's wonderful. Yeah. Carl, on the other hand, he got in trouble. Mm. That's fine. That's to totally, totally fine. We're he, all flawed. He owned it up. Yeah. I we're all act. flawed. I cheated on Kinsey in my dream last night. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were making this revelation. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I cheated on Kinsey in your dream. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've learned I can't tell Fran. I, I had a, I had a that full sex dream about walking in on. I actually had a dream that Fran was having sex with Henry Cavill. Yeah, I remember and that. I walked in on that. Yeah, mine, mine have my only two cheating dreams that I've had where I did inf what I was, what I was performing an infidelity was the first one was Cardi B, and that was not fun because Cardi B, in, at least in my dream, was annoying me. Yeah, like where I, I just wanted, I wanted to stop. I was like, shut up. Yeah, it's just like let's let's go. And this one was Halsey. Yeah, I like Halsey though. Yeah, you've always kind of had a thing for her. And it was weird because we were in a. <laughs> this is the dumbest dream ever. I was in a hotel room with Halsey. Again, this is a dream, people. This did not really happen. I was in a hotel room with Halsey, and we were performing <laughs> for an award show. You were performing. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I was performing with Halsey. With, her, with Halsey, I was filling in. That for part of the dream says more about where you're at mentally than that you had sex with Halsey in a dream. Well, well, we didn't get there because I'll tell you why. We were in the in the in the in the hotel room performing. We had our microphones and a producer, and I was filling in for the guy from the Chainsmokers. <laughs> All of JC's dreams have to do with like wanting to be famous. The yeah. hell is no, I don't want to. I just like performing. And uh, so we were doing that. You perform every day of your life. And I even th remember in my dream thinking about like, I don't know if I hit that note as well as I could have. Like, like the hey, the beginning, like, hey, <laughs> you were doing just fine before that. that I, like, I was like, dang, I didn't hit that right. But I made up for it. And then when we we're harmonizing, we we're looking at each other's eyes and then we finished and the producer left or whatever. And then so we we're sitting there and she told me, hey, take your pants off. So I did. And then I remember I was just standing there pantsless yeah because i wasn't wearing a shirt for my performance of course you weren't of course i, don't I think know that goes without saying and i was standing there naked and all of a sudden i hear the the door because it was adjoining rooms starting to open i remember thinking oh crap we woke up kinsey because she left and kinsey walked in but kinsey was also naked interesting and she looked at me and she laughed but then she started crying so then i chased her down the hallway naked and i said hey halsey and i didn't even kiss or do anything we didn't even hook up and, uh, oh, no, I said, yeah, Halsey and I didn't even hook up or do anything. And, she, and and Halsey got mad at me and yelled, my name's Ashley. And then she threw a ashtray at me. And then that's when I woke up.
Wow. So I don't know what the hell that means. That was good. Your subconscious was already mad at you for cheating. Yeah. That's good. So I got both girls mad at me in the dream. And they I didn't even do anything. when you have dreams about celebrities, whether it's sexual or that you're best friends with them, it's because they possess some sort of characteristic that you actually want to possess. So when you have dreams about hanging out with a celebrity, it's usually not because you want to hang out with that celebrity. It's usually because you like how dynamic they are or talented and you wish that you embodied that characteristic. Okay. That's just a little dream analysis Halsey for you. also had the Barbie doll thing going on downstairs. Like it was just nothing. Like a vagina with no opening? It was like a Barbie doll. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what that Did means. Did you too? Did you have the kin? No, I, I was. I was. You were fine. I was regular. That's good. Kinsey was regular. But Halsey, I think there'd be, I'd have to Google some of that. Yeah, I don't know what that meant. You had no private parts. <laughs> I, was, I went to ask Jenna, what, why did Halsey not have private parts in my dream? Yeah. But Kinsey and I both did. She got mad at me. Well, that's wonderful. Anyways, this is a great segue to, uh, you know, you want to look good naked, get yourself a tonal. Yeah. I have this. Jenna has been to my house, and this is my favorite thing I've had since quarantine I'm started. Just, this is like the one thing that you have in your life that I'm really jealous of. You, you should get one because I don't, like I told you, I'm, I'm trying to be really careful when it comes to COVID. I can work out from home, and I've been working out from home with the occasional going out to the gym because with Tonal, I have a personal trainer at any time of the day. I could just turn on a workout and work out. They have different programs you could do and they guide you through them. Mm -hmm. And then they also have a leaderboard now. And so you can, you can compete oh, with get, other get, people if you competitive. want. Yeah, you get that app and then you get to see what's going on. I reached the 500,000 um, weightlifting goal. So I've lifted fi over 500,000 pounds, which was my goal. So it keeps you motivated wow. the whole time. Because a lot of the times when you're working out, you grow sick of your workouts or you grow yeah. sick of whatever you're doing. Yeah, but they have so many options. It's not just weightlifting, right? Because my style of exercise is way different than right. JC's. Same with my goals. I mean, you can do non-weight-related exercises with the, with the mirror yoga, workout. They have I mean, any sort of workout you could think of, you'll find it on tonal. Any body part you want to target, you'll find it on tonal. And let's be honest, it just looks cool. It really does. Hanging on the wall and it's like a beautiful piece of art <laughs> and, it, and and the cool thing about the tonal is that it gives you up to 200 pounds of resistance so you're yeah. literally weightlifting. so if you want to try tonal the world's smartest home gym get the strongest deal of the season just go to tonal.com for 250 dollars off your tonal purchase that's t-o-n-a-l.com and this exclusive deal is only for a limited time so go get your tonal today tonal be your strongest which is what I am right now. That'd be a great gift for the holiday. It really would. Are you hinting at something? Hopefully Fran's listening. Yeah, no, I'm not asking you to buy me. Are we going to buy each other gifts? Do you want to? I know we talk about this sometimes. Here's the thing about buying gifts for friends. You have to coordinate whether or not you're going to buy. Right. Because there, there's a sort of stress that comes along with buying people gifts. No, I don't think we need to get each other anything. It's been a hard, long year. Okay. I mean, I'm in the Christmas spirit right now, if you couldn't tell. I have a tree up. It's not December yet. Yeah, I saw that. I'm, before you entered today, I was forcing my team to listen to Christmas music. I've been listening to Christmas music on satellite radio in the car. What's your favorite Christmas song? Oof. Probably Oh Holy Night. Okay. You know? Oh, oh Holy Night. The fall on your knees. Yeah, you like it? You like the buildup? Yeah, I like the, and I've been really into the Nutcracker. The, 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 just the yeah. actual... Just the music of it? Yeah, the classical music. I've really liked that. But yeah, um, no, I have lots of, ho uh, lots of holiday hits that I love. See, I feel bad telling people what my favorite song is because now they, they say it's not politically correct. It's a it's cold outside song. Oh, yeah, baby, it's cold outside? Yeah, because some people say it's a little rapey. It is rapey. 
But yeah. I think it's just a, a dude that's just doing dude It's things. actually funny now in the climate that we live in because there's a lot of songs or a lot of movie humor. Like I had Fran watch, we watched Love Actually and he had also never seen The Wedding Planner. And there's so much racism throughout movies that, yeah. that never, that I never recognized before at the time. But now we live, I mean, things are more sensitive. Things are understandably more sensitive uh but i'm just kind of shocked when i'm watching those movies because both of those movies are more than 15 years old and there's so much in there that you would never have thought was that racist but it's so racist even if you watch like rom-coms from the 90s yeah there i was watching uh, how to lose a guy in 10 days and yep. there's a few things where you watch you're like oh yeah can't do that bro can't do that now can't do that now. no interesting fran uh just let me add that he did not like love actually and he did not like the wedding planner what is wrong with him? Wedding planner's a little overrated. No, it's not Matthew McConaughey. J-Lo and Matthew McConaughey. Oh, it's great. First of all, I believe he lived in New York, right? San Fran. San Francisco. But he always has a Texas accent. Uh, oh, it was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. He has a, a full-on Texas accent, but he lives in New York. So what? You, you're you Mexican and live in Texas. And that's why I talk like this, Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> like when I'm really talking, I talk like this. No? You know, this is his real accent. Así hablamos, no? Orale, Janita, queramos. That's the naco voice. Yeah. Has Fran done that for you? I try to get him to do it. I'll try to get him to do it today. There are parts of Mexico where you go down in Mexico and that's how they talk to you. Yeah. Oye, güerita, comprame esto, no? No seas malita. Andale. They drag out everything. It's like, eh. Yeah, but what I've learned is Mexicans are racist against other Mexicans. Did Wait, you, you, that blows my mind. How, how can we? It's true. It's true. Like, like in a way, like like the there there some Mexicans are more racist against the darker skinned Mexicans. Oh, like the indigenous, the more native Mexicans. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. yeah there yeah, is. There's that. like a lot of racism, and I'm thinking, what? Yeah, and class racism too. Like the rich yeah, people. You're right. Yeah, that's that's all it is, and, and that's basically in every country. Blown. I know. Let's love each other, people. I thought we did a great comeback right here. So we did. This is a great comeback. This is a great comeback <laughs> episode. Great comeback episode. Uh, we didn't get to any of your emails today because. Because you haven't sent any. Because Jenna. Uh, <laughs> no, they, they have been sending them. It's just. Uh, Jenna I replied to them online. Jenna didn't give me the Wi-Fi password till like right before the podcast That is started. a lie. So I'm going to put it all on Jenna. I have people here that know that's a lie. I wanted to include you. Uh, Jenna was like, no. Okay, we'll do a full segment next week on all of your questions. Whatever yeah. you want to hear about. Holiday gift ideas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, we, we need those. I need um, I need great holiday gift ideas for Kinsey. Okay. Yeah. I got you on that. Okay. I'm not going to say them here, though, because then she'll listen to this. She you're right. Won't you're right. Maybe we do it after. Okay. You tell me what you got, and then I'll tell you if it worked or not. But uh, what's that email, Jenna, where they can write us? It is thepodcastatfittish.com. Thepodcastatfittish.com. So everybody get out there. Have a good day. And, and check we'll out our video now. We're going to be posting these up on YouTube, so you'll be able to watch it. Yes, featuring uh, Wheezy. Yeah, I got, she has a hard life. I, I have a pug question. Doesn't it like gross you out that her butthole's always on you? No, only like, when it leaves marks. Yeah, like then does she skid? Sometimes she does. Mm -hmm. They they clean themselves. It's pretty amazing. I mean, she doesn't clean her own butthole. That was the reason my mom got us pugs in the first place when I was little. Most pugs can't reach their own butthole. Like most dogs can bend and lick their butthole, and it's so disgusting. But that she can't. She can't reach it. So she just scoots on the ground. So she does live. Uh, she does skid. So no white carpet in the office. That's like, now it makes sense. Yeah, just a white couch. Yeah. Just an expensive white couch for her to I'm looking rub for her skids. butt on. 
Nah, nah she's alright. So far, so good. Just a bunch of Just hair. some black fur. Alright, anyways, everybody be kind to each other and we'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you like what you hear, make sure you join us for another episode next week of the Fittish Podcast. It's super easy. Just subscribe.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.